episode of Two Girls, One Brain. So the last episode we put out, well, first, let me introduce myself. Hi, I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah still. (laughs) And uh, the last episode we put out was our first episode of this season, but we recorded that in February when the world looked just so different than it does now. Yeah, it, uh... Just like that. Just like that, it feels. <laughs> so, so soon. Like, so quickly it happened. Um, but that obviously means things are different for us, and we wanted to talk about... This is, like, a lot of heavy topics, but we're going to do it real short. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep it fun and flirty for you guys. Because <laughs> we're fun and flirty, and also heavy. No, just <laughs> we're leaving that in. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's me, fun and flirty, but also heavy. <laughs> um, okay, so just if you've existed for the past six months, you've heard COVID-19 <laughs> is happening and it's terrible. Um, it's bad everywhere, but Sarah and I live in different states, so we've had different experiences. Sarah, would you like to talk about how it's impacted your work and living situation? Yeah, so thankfully... Um... A majority of the university employees, which I am, uh, can easily shift to working, like to work from home. So that's what I've been doing since March, since mid-March. I've been working from home and just having a shit ton of Zoom meetings now, two a week at least. (laughs) But it hasn't, it hasn't been too bad. I disagree with how universities in general are handling the pandemic right now with essentially kind of promising a little bit of like in classes and hybrid learning, taking everyone's tuition money and room and board money, and then immediately sending everyone home or like forcing them to quarantine in their dorms the entire time. That part I'm not a big fan of, but being an employee that can easily work from home right now, that part I am a fan of. So that part's been good. Yeah, my work situation has been different, different times. So in March, mid-March, I started working from home, and but I mostly do, like, events, so I had not a whole lot to do because we couldn't really plan anything. Um, so March through mid-May, I was working from home, which was super incredibly anxious because I didn't have a lot to do, and I wasn't sure about the state of my job. But then they were like, hey, we're going to do in-person summer camp hire a staff, and we're going to have a bunch of kids get together. And I said, huh, okay, because they pay my rent. So I, um, they pay for everything, I guess. <laughs> they pay for your whole life. Oh, yes. Anyway, it's terrible. Um, so I said, alrighty then. And I hired staff and had a summer camp. We had reduced numbers, but it was in person. And I was anxious the whole time. Luckily, we made it through the summer without any of my counselors or kids getting sick. Thank God. Like, I was so worried. I was so, so worried. Um, anyway, but they're fine. And- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I'm still at, like, work in person, and we're planning events for smaller groups, socially distanced. Me and my coworker who planned this stuff are very uh, hyper aware of it. My boss, not as much. He's kind of like, we got to get back to normal. And we're kind of like... I don't want to kill any old people today, but, um, whatever. So I've been home and then at work, but now I'm still at work, but I see fewer people. And so my anxiety level has dropped 
and I've gotten to a weird sense of like normal that like makes me uncomfortable how like just comfortable I am wearing my mask mm -hmm. and just like this is life now haha <laughs> let me Clorox the doorknobs four times a day and it's fine that's how so. I feel about where like I feel like I've gotten so used to it now and like I'm always like oh like forgot my mask kind of like in the same feeling of oh I forgot my keys or like oh I forgot my sunglasses mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I like I have one in my car and in my purse and in my room <laughs> and like all of mm -hmm. these things and it's just like oh just go into the store let me pop this on and get my groceries a, a little box specifically to keep my masks it's like by the door next to my keys and I have like a whole mask wardrobe now so there's that. Oh, do you color coordinate? Yeah, well, I have a black one that I wear with most things, but then I have a cheetah print one that I can only wear with solid colors. And then I have a pink one that I bought because it was, it doesn't go around your ears. It goes like around your head. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. But I can only really wear that if I have a ponytail, so I don't really wear that that often. Um, but then I also have like some medical masks too that are in there anyway i have a variety <laughs> so kind of but yeah so that's been weird um another thing it's impacted is how often we see our boys that was really a lot for you sarah yes yes it was indeed claire <laughs> um, it was a great there was a great moment where we had been dating for like six months and exactly three of those months had been in person pre-COVID and then three of those months had been completely separated um, post-COVID and it was very frustrating. So, clarify to the people what you mean by that, like completely separated. So we didn't, once the quarantine started in like mid-March, we were in separate households and we were like, okay, <laughs> And our naive minds were like, this will be done by like the end of April. We'll just not huh. see each other until then. So we were just like, Call. well, it was supposed to be two weeks, but nobody can behave. Yeah, it anyway, was. Go ahead. And so like the thing was like two weeks and we we're like, oh, it'll probably be more like a month because haha. -ha. And then we we're like, oh, it'll just be forever. But anyways, <laughs> um, we had agreed to just kind of do like we were calling a lot more often and FaceTiming a lot more often. And then eventually when it started lasting a little longer, we were hanging out physically distant on each other's porches. So like we would sit on like one end of the porch and the other person would be on the other end of the porch and we wouldn't come within six feet of each other. Um, we were doing that a couple times and yeah, it was just sucked though. Sometimes those were even harder than just like, talking on the phone because you could see yeah. them and you're like man it'd be cool to like hug you or something <laughs> but I gotta stay in this corner of the porch <laughs> like <laughs> so that was very frustrating eventually he had a talk with uh his uncle who he lives with right now and they discussed that like since I don't really leave the house <laughs> and like he like we all always wear like our masks and stuff um that it would be okay and so now that's kind of what we go by if the, we've, if either of us ever get in a situation where we're like it's more high risk so like if I leave to go see like my aunt and uncle in West Virginia oh, for a weekend and then I come back we'll still stay apart from each other for two weeks um now but it's better because we know that we can see each other after the end of that two weeks so mm -hmm. 
there's that. That's how it's going for me. <laughs> Better now, but was bad. When I was working from home, I had this paralyzing anxiety about, like, just leaving the house at all, period. And my boyfriend lived with a bunch of people, and they all were still, like, working. And I was I had panic attacks about, like, going to see him or not. And because I live by myself, so the only person that I would be putting at risk would be me. And eventually, I basically just was said fuck it i can't be isolated like it was so bad for my brain and and it's not like you don't wear your mask when you're like in the office or yeah when you go to the store yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. and try and like stay away from people yeah and so yeah oh i wear my mask like wing fingers uh <laughs> like is like claire there's nobody around like the street like put your you don't have to wear your mask i'm like no i'm going to continue to do this because it makes me feel better i have this little silver cloth this is like super i don't know if it does anything but it's supposed to like um be antibacterial like it's supposed to be as effective as like uh like a clorox wipe or something but it's just like silver and there was a period of time i've kind of chilled out on that where i just was like holding it all the time and like kind of like rubbing it between my fingers like a little, little security comfort blanket, blanket. <laughs> yeah and i was just like touching it. like i would touch everything with it like i wouldn't like i don't know I mean, I still am pretty, like, I think one thing that's going to, like, carry over for me is using a Clorox wipe or a towel or something while I'm pumping gas. I don't think I'm ever going to touch a gas uh, nozzle again with my bare hand in my life. There's actually, there's, I think I've mentioned this to you before and others, but there's some things I would actually like to carry over. Like, when you're actually sick, when you know that you are sick, staying home from school and work, and if you have to leave and you have to go to a doctor's office or the store or anything like that, wearing a mask. Like, if you know you have the flu and you need to go pick up some, like, over-the-counter medicines, wear a mask when you go to the CVS yeah. or Walgreens. Like, I think that's – or, like, when you're waiting in the waiting room of the doctor's office. I think that's a good idea. We should keep that up. Also, people staying away from me in some instances. <laughs> I think just we should keep general. that up, too. Yeah. Like, just don't crowd me. What a great idea. Like, and, like, keeping up sanitizing buses and, like, public transport yeah, and, like, and all these surfaces. Yeah, were we before? Yeah, because, like, I, now that I think about it, I'm like, I have no idea when, like, things in these certain situations, like public transport and stuff like that, ever get cleaned. I know it's kind of impossible in some certain, like, areas and situations because it's such high volume and always going. Hey, creating jobs. (laughs) But I was like, but how nice would it be to know that it's not, like, so disgustingly dirty all the time? You know one negative of masks? This is a positive for other people, but a negative for whoever. I sneezed in my mask today, and it was so gross because, I mean, it did its job. Yeah, I was like, I sneezed in my mask, and I'm like, that's literally why I'm wearing it. But man, does it feel yucky for the next minute. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. That just happened to me today. I'm also getting this really great, like, seasonal allergy that I get every September since I was a small child. And so I have, like, sinus congestion this is really riveting stuff you guys i'm so glad you listen to this podcast <laughs> tune like, in like, for sinus. claire's sinus congestion <laughs> and like a little bit of like itchy watery eyes and that kind of stuff but i also get like a little bit of a headache and i am like do i have covid and i'm like none of those are symptoms headaches are but like sinus congestion and like sneezing are not but i'm like i probably have it i know i hate how it's made me so weird like usually I just assumed 
everything was a cold or allergies. I'm like 80% of the time when I don't feel good, it's a cold or allergies. And so now I'm like, it's a cold allergies or I will die (laughs) from COVID. Um, So that's stressful. I did actually, I have, I got tested once because um, Trey and Kelsey got married. It was the smallest ceremony in the world. That's probably not true. People get married at courthouses with hardly anyone there. There was like 10 people. Um, But (laughs) I went to that and then... Um, and I had some congestion, so I was like, okay, it's probably just better to be safe than sorry. And I just got tested and it was negative. And I was like, ha ha, it's not me. It's not me going to be in the newspapers about mm-hmm. spreading things from a wedding. <laughs> so I'm glad I got tested once. And how bad did you think it was? Mine came back negative too as well. I did. I had to do it myself. Um, oh. Yeah. And it was. So not that bad then. It, it wasn't that bad. So like, I mean, it didn't, it was uncomfortable. But the part that was worse was I didn't realize you were going to have to do both nostrils. Mm. And so she goes, go up to the point where you feel resistance, hold it for 10 seconds, and then twirl it three times, which was uncomfortable. And I started to tear up in my eyes. And she was like, oh, there's a Kleenex in the bag. And I was like, okay, great. I'll just deal with that after I get all this done. And she was, and I was about to like start putting it like away. And she was like, oh, no, no, you got to do it on the other side now. And so I did the same thing in the other nostril. And then that's when like the full tear just came down yeah. my face. I didn't think it was painful, but it was definitely uncomfortable. And the guy who did mine was so aggressive. He made my nose bleed oh, on no. one side. Because I put my mask back up, and then I was like, oh, my nose is running, which, like, to be expected. But then I got the Kleenex, and I was like, oh, that's blood. So that was... Well, now you super know you didn't have it, because they really... really... (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so if that's not enough stress, let's talk about, briefly, the political environment. (laughs) Briefly, she says. (laughs) I know know we will. We will. We'll make it brief, but... Dear Lord, uh, mm, mm. <laughs> that's how yeah, I feel. Retweet. Those are my thoughts. <sighs> Please use your conscience. <laughs> like, think about other people. Think about. I don't know. I don't know how to. Convey. It's like I think the it's people like who that, listen to this are our friends already, so they know. But the, like, it's like that headline, or I don't know if it's from the Onion or if it's from somewhere else when. I think about this all of the time. My my mind always shoots towards it. Um, shoots towards it? What odd phrasing that was. <laughs> mind just <laughs> shoots towards this, this image of a headline. Um, but it's the, uh, I don't know how to explain to you that you're supposed to care about other people or something like, like something along yeah. those lines. Like, I don't know how to tell you how to I care about other people. No, I don't know how to explain to you that you should care about other people. I've seen that, and I agree with it. And that's really the core of my beliefs, is that you should care for other people. Something that really particularly bothers me, growing up in a Christian... Like, I went to church. Like, we met at church. like, But, like, seeing so many people who claim to be Christian... Seeing people who claim to be Christian fall on the side... Of evil. <laughs> of evil. Of people who just don't follow anything that Jesus said. Like, to be... There's so many, I have so many thoughts, I can't even, it's just, think about others, use your conscience. Like, I just saw today that uh, evangelical Christians had raised, like, thousands and thousands of dollars for that, like, Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever the fuck yeah, that, that like, murderous child's name nauseous. is. Um, 
He killed and, people. Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> There's why. You he's literally a murderer. He crossed state lines to murder people. And like of all the things you could give money towards, why? Why? I got I was fueled with rage. Um uh, it just upsets me. Okay. Um if you live in South Carolina, which I know some of you do, please look into Jamie Harrison. He's running against Lindsey Graham, and I am being, like, I'm telling everybody I know, go vote for Jamie Harrison. He's... I donated he to him, even though I don't live I there anymore. <laughs> I want so badly... I've been researching all the candidates and all the things. I want so badly to find a Republican who I agree with on anything. Like, I want... I want to... To not think to that they're like, completely despicable human yeah, beings. <laughs> yeah, because I think divisiveness is the root of all of our problems. Because we are one... I'm getting it real preachy. Are you ready? I think money and power are. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, that's di- I, the divisiveness. Like, it's... We are one people, and whoever is running the country regardless should have the country's best interests in mind. And, like... We're all on the same team at the end of the day. Like, we're all pulling for the success of this country. Like, nobody wants it to go to shit. Nobody does. We all have the same end goal. So the fact that we're so far apart in the middle, I don't understand. And it's just, again, the empathy on both sides. Like, nobody's willing to see where anybody's coming from. And that just... Anyway, I hate Lindsey Graham, (laughs) BT-dubs. Just I just put that out there. I think what frustrates me is that... Um, it seems like there's no repercussions for, for anything mm-hmm. anymore, at least for like when I'm like specifically for like political agents and like political individuals and mm-hmm. like people in power, like they can just completely flip flop on things that they have said and done and things that are literally in the constitution. And like, it just seems like, oh, something terrible happens the next day and nothing ever gets addressed and there's no accountability. That is incredibly mm-hmm. frustrating for me. Um, and then also I saw something that I thought summed it up kind of nicely why I feel so frustrated sometimes with Trump supporters is that they were like, the frustrating thing is that he's not even doing anything to help them. He's yeah. only he's only hurting people that they don't like. He's not so on anyone's side. He's yeah, so he's side. not he's not even helping the working class. He's not even helping any of these people who might be less privileged than others. Like he's. He's not doing anything to help or benefit them and draining the swamp. He's not doing any of that. Yeah. He's just hurting and like saying mean things and doing things like that to people they already don't like. And they, for some reason, see that as a win. And I'm like, it's not even benefiting you. It's not, it's not helping you in any way. So vote Joe Biden. He wasn't my first, second or third choice, but <laughs> he was maybe like my eighth, but have you have you seen that tiktok where it's this guy in this car and he's doing like a beat and he's like please don't make me vote for joe biden please don't make me vote for joe biden and it just gets louder and louder until he's screaming that's how i feel but i here i gotta yeah that's that's what happened to me for a long time i was like holding on to hope that it would be someone else and then it just ended up being that. And I was like, okay, I will if I must, but we can also do other things. You can mobilize on the ground, support grassroots local organizations, donate to local candidates and people and other people. I will say I donated some money to, 
I don't even know. It's a third-party site that's like keeps texting me and trying to guilt me into donating more money. And I unsubscribe because I'm like, you're hurting your cause. You're making me actively angry. Like, they're like, you can't donate more. And I'm like, no, I don't have money. Yeah, they need to reword some of these campaigns because I get so frustrated. I'm like, I make so little. And I already gave you like $30. That was a lot to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Literally. I'm like, I can't. They're like, subscribe for a $5 monthly donation. And I'm like, no, I cannot afford that. You're like, unless it it comes with free episodes of something, I will not be doing that. Anyway. (sighs) That's disheartening. But I have some good news. Our podcast is back. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about much lighter stuff from here on out. Like, I have three weddings in the month of October, so if I don't die from freaking COVID from going to those weddings, um, we'll have fun stuff to talk about there. Uh, Wing Fingers is on his way over right now. We're going to make a Hello Fresh, so that's exciting news. I think it might be the meatloaf one tonight. I'm doing some exciting things at my job, getting on peer-reviewed papers and such. Yeah, that's cool. she's like a whole- big girl anyway uh we just felt like we would have been um i don't even know what i was gonna say a word but i forgot it we're, we we just needed to acknowledge the present circumstances of the world to know that like to have the people know that we're not living under a rock and just like going on like everything's fine and normal so we wanted to like address some things um don't forget to request your absentee ballot i think you have until the this weekend, actually, so hmm, this will come out on Sunday. So sorry, unpopular Hope you already. Unpopular opinion, but I'm going in person. I'm going to wear a mask and I'm, everything. But I, I got so scared safer. early on by the USPS and all of that, like crumbling a little bit, and people talking about how long it was taking so, them to get their ballots. That I freaked out, I, and I was like, I'm just going to go in person. I got mine in the mail today, and I'm going to drop it off in person. Okay. Does that? Or there's also like the option AOC. if you're, yes, there's also the option to uh, absentee vote in person doing like early voting. And I think that's available in most states. I think like t- Texas and Tennessee, there's a couple states where you need an excuse, but work is an excuse. So if you're scheduled to work that day, that counts. Um, on that note, thank you for listening to us. Um, yeah. <laughs> Closing remarks would be COVID sucks. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Please vote for Joe Biden. Jamie Harrison, too, if you're in and South Jamie Carolina. Jamie Harrison. He's my man. Like, I'm very pro Jamie Harrison. <laughs> this is now <laughs> this the Jamie podcast, Harrison yeah. <laughs> This podcast endorses Jamie Harrison. Yeah. He will never know, but we do. <laughs> what if he does know? What if he listens? Jamie! <laughs> Our new number one fan, Jamie Harris. Oh my god. <laughs> I would die. I love him. Okay. Um, we'll be back next week with a full length episode. What's it about? I don't remember. We recorded it a long time ago. <laughs> You'll find out when. What's I it post about? It. You tell me. Uh- <laughs> oh goodness gracious. We need to we need to hang up this call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll be back at you next week with something. All right. Bye.